Welcome to the ENA Podcast. This is the ENA Podcast, and this is Dan Campana, the Director of Communications with the Emergency Nurses Association, welcoming you to our latest episode. And uh, it's a big day for ENA as we kick off what uh, we uh, sort of affectionately call award season. Uh, over the next several weeks, ENA will be uh, announcing uh, a number of our different awards and honors that uh, we bestow upon uh, our members and emergency nurses in general. And uh, today we kick it off with our annual achievement awards. And uh, one of the, the most interesting things for me since I've been at ENA is just to learn a little bit about our members and uh, the different ways that we recognize them for the work they do, not just at the bedside, but in their communities, um, you know, from the education, the advocacy, and, and certainly over the, the duration of their careers. And um, I'm excited to, to uh, introduce uh, Barbara Baldwin you know, to the, the podcast today. She is the 2022 Judith C. Kelleher Award recipient. Um, so I, I won't even try to you know, start any, uh, say any more. I'm just going to introduce Barbara and welcome her to the episode. Barbara, welcome. Why don't you tell us a little bit about how it all got started for you? Thank you. Thank you. Um, well, it goes back to the spring of 1972 when we were going through clinical rotations. And I enjoyed every area, but when I got to the emergency room, that was it. That, that was it. And I, uh, we had to do bib articles. And so I found an article by uh, Judy that was like two years old. And so I wrote her and uh, asked her about how to get into emergency nursing. Well, it tracked her down and she responded with a letter and she was uh, telling me about a, a workshop that was gonna be in Houston, Texas that she recommended I go to that, that spring. So I did and um, I had you know checked in to the hotel and all that and I was going to breakfast and I looked like, a freshman going to a new high school that, you know, you just have that look. And so these nurses invited me over to their table and uh, just so accommodating, just, just, you know, looked out, was looking out for me. And little did I know that sitting right next to me was Anita Dorr. And this was her very last official um, presentation that she had given before she passed away. So that was extra special to me. Sure. And um, so then Judy was telling me about a fall conference in California. And so I went to that and met her. And then um, we hit it off. She just took me in as an adopted ENA daughter. And she had invited me and because uh, she and Liz Taylor shared a room at the national conferences. So she invited me to come in there with them. So I had been doing that for several years. So, so that's why I say she was my personal mentor and um, she taught me grit and perseverance. I mean, it was just, you know, having the, the, the background that she had and just things that she would say off the cuff that were so inspiring and enlightening. And um, so I, 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 the only opening that they had after I graduated was nights. And so I went on to um, uh, that shift just so that I could get into the ER. And it was a good experience because it was downtown and we got, you know, 
we got it, you know, especially after the bars closed, you know, and so, <laughs> and so, um, so I worked there for a year at downtown Baptist, and then I was getting married, and they didn't have any openings on days, and I didn't want to start my marriage that way, and so, um, I, I lasted about six weeks of not working after I got married, and, um, uh, I, I, uh, I drove around town and I found this building that looked like it was going to be a hospital. And so, cause it, 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 you had crates to go out to the administration office, you know, stuff like that. And so I found the director of nurses and I was telling her that I'd like to have days, uh, in the ER. And she said, well, we're just going to have one person per shift because we're just opening. And so we don't, you know, so we want to kind of gradually work into it. So I looked at the schedule. And I said, what about her two days off? And so sure enough, I got it. And uh, I, I worked there for 29 years and just, you know, like I say, ER was it. It, it, <laughs> it was just, it was just constant. And um, so then uh, I got into, in the late 80s, um, one of the nurses, Sally Snow, at our Texas uh, ENA council meeting, commented about a, a babysitter course that they had. So I asked her to send me a flyer, and she did. And so we, that's when we started up with Safety Wise, and that evolved and, and like into injury prevention. And so, um, so we've been doing that since 89. And what my focus is on, I've always liked kids, you know, enjoyed kids. And uh, I focused on like the babysitter course because this was something that they could relate to, that they could get into. And kids can do a lot if they just have direction. Sure. And so, um, so we started out that. And I was getting different speakers to cover different avenues of it. And for the reason that the attention span of the kids is short. And so by having different speakers come in throughout the day, that would keep up their, you know, their interest and things. Sure. And uh, what I didn't realize was the spinoff was each of these speakers are talking on their careers. So that's their love. So that's what comes across to the kids. It's not just giving a 30 minute talk and then leaving. You know, that's, they're doing what they love. And we've had so many reports afterwards of, from parents and grandparents talking about how the kids have just had a confidence uh, episode, you know, to where they feel like, yes, they can do it. And I think that's where the surge of Judy and, uh, feeling confident myself in passing on, you know, this information. And uh, so then uh, back in the early 2000s, I was looking to get a National Babysitter's Day. And so uh, it took about 2,500 signatures representing 45 states. And uh, I, again, Babysitting is something that kids relate to, and I wanted something positive, you know, because they, that's something they can relate to. And so it took about three years, but um, 
on a Saturday morning, I got this call and this lady said, hi, this is such and such from Congressman Bonilla's Washington office. And I went, you know, I had to hold myself <laughs> together. <laughs> and she said, I just want to tell you that you have it. And uh, so we've, we've celebrated that since I think 2003, something like that. And uh, my daughter was saying that, uh, she said, have you ever seen Instagram? And uh, so she pulled it up for me and on National Babysitter's Day. And it's so neat seeing these kids, you know, just celebrating and just having, you know, a good time with it and feeling, feeling good about themselves. You know, and that, that's what I'm after, you know, is, is, is that. And um, well, so- Well, i go back to something you said about, uh, you were talking about Judy earlier as a, men- uh, as a, a mentor earlier. Um, you know, what this award, obviously, you've been a part of ENA for a number of years, you know, knowing that this war, award exists, um, you know, is it a little extra special to be recognized, you know, in her name and in her honor, having had that connection, you know, personally to her for so many years? Oh, my gosh, it just I know that she is smiling down, you know, from above. I mean, because uh, she would I've, I've been nominated a couple times before, uh, quite a few years ago. And one time she and I were coming out of uh, mass and she said, did you know that you were on the nominations? You know, and, and so just, you know, I, I can just feel all of that with her. And she, um, yes, it, it's, I, I can't even describe how I'm feeling for how much it means to me that, that, that I want a role model from her that I can extend to others. You know, and, and that's definitely, I mean, I think you've talked about that a little bit in terms of your work, especially, you know, with safety wise and how you've been able to make a difference outwardly for other people. But tell me a little bit about how ENA has made a difference for you, you know, over the, the years that you've been a member. And certainly you've seen a lot of change and evolution in the organization. But what, what, what is sort of how, how would you sum up ENA's role in, in your career? What is so great about ENA is that they have your back. Is if you have a concern of something, there's anybody across the country that you can contact to say, okay, what do you think about this? What, you know, and, and just locally, what was neat is having all of the different hospitals represented at our local chapter meetings. And so like one time when we had, excuse me, when we had a patient come in that had a cut, need to be sutured, but it was gonna be like six or seven hours before, you know, come. And he had, he, and he had good entrance. And so I called over to the, the, the county hospital and I said, look, I said, uh, he's got a good entrance, you know, he needs a cup, but we've got, we're slammed, you know, and, and this nurse was an ENA member. And so we already knew each other. We already had that trust. And I said, and this was before HIPAA, okay, way before HIPAA. <laughs> and so, um, so she said, yeah, just send him over. You know, <laughs> you cannot do that these days. But, but just, you know, just knowing how everybody supports each other. And then when we have students at our local meetings, it's neat to see how every, everyone steps forward to say, look, if we have an opening, you know, we'll let you know. We'll, you know, we just, they look out for each other, camaraderie. And then the educational part of it is just phenomenal because I had um, 
working through ER, you know, going through the conferences and things like that. Well, since I've retired from ER, I um, have the babysitter course. And so I will take in uh, programs that, that go toward the PD angle. And I will pick up inevitably different little tips that I can pass on to the students. And those are, you know, and, and that's coming from, you know, knowledgeable so that you know that you can trust what they say is right. And again, at, at the babysitter course, I'm there all day. Speakers are coming in and out. And it's inevitable that somebody will say something verbatim that another speaker has said. And so the kids like see, well, you know, that must be right. That must be, you know, true. So, yeah. so that's, that's really something. When uh, so I, I understand that you're uh, you're not far from from San Antonio and, and Helotus, Texas. Texas is a big state. Texas is a big part of, of <laughs> everything that ENA does. Uh, you mentioned Sally Snow, who was the the Kelleher Award recipient last year. But who are some of the other um, you know of your cohorts, your your mentors, or others that have really um, you know been there for you on your ENA journey in particular? You know, in in Texas. Um, I want to say. Um... Uh, Mary LeBlanc and uh, Carol uh, Twombly. She's our president this year, but she just goes to bat for, you know, she just, she's just phenomenal. And, um, and then uh, Yvonne Mosley, uh, Vicki Patrick, uh, Jane Wynn, she's passed away now, uh, but she was someone I really looked up to, but Vicki Patrick is definitely a role model. When uh, and you talk about when you, you attend the meetings and, and you see the new faces, uh, what, what do you try to impart to them? I mean, without being forceful, but you know, what do you sort of impart on newer members or younger nurses as they're coming into a really, you know, the last few years in particular have been very you know, challenging under a, a, a number in a number of ways. But what are some of the, you know, the things that, uh, that you like to share with nurses who are new to the ED or are just, you know, coming into their own as a recent graduate and they get involved with ENA, which is a great first step. But from your experience, what, what do you like to share with, with new members or, or newer nurses? Go for it. If you really want, you know, emergency nursing, you're going to see that you're a different breed. And, um, and they, uh, and that, that we've all got their backs. I mean, we've all, will support them. They're not gonna be out there alone. And they've started so many new different intern programs within the emergency uh, departments now where they have a, a mentor, you know, assigned to that new nurse so that she's just not totally, you know, lost and, um, and, and just, just knowing that we're all there for them. And, you know, the, the expertise of the knowledge in that room is just phenomenal at each of our meetings. And these, these uh, students can feel that, you know, they can just, it's like you see in their eyes, wow, you know, they're wanting to do this for me, you know, and that's, that's so supportive because they just feel like they can, they can do it. Sure, sure. And, you know, recognition, uh, you know, as we talked about briefly before we, the episode started, uh, no nurse goes into, um, into their job trying to, uh, you know, to earn awards or, or be recognized. There's a lot of modesty that goes into 
uh, the work that you and, and, and all emergency nurses in particular do. Uh, but you've been recognized a few different times. I mean, this is, is a major one. And, and a couple of years back, you were recognized for your advocacy work around uh, safety wise and, and um, you know, National Babysitter's Day. Uh, just from a, briefly, you know, from, from you know, someone who's been around ENA for a long time, the fact that we even have the ability uh, and, and a program set up to recognize nurses for the variety of things that they do, um, you know, no, again, nobody strives for those things or seeks that out necessarily, but it's nice to be recognized, isn't it? It, it just gives you that extra oomph that you are, um, that you are making a difference. That, that, that's what, you know, you're after to serve and look out for the patients and when you feel that support of those peers, you know, behind you, uh, it just, it gives you that confidence, or I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it just feels good, right? I mean, it, it's a, it feels it's a, it, good. Yes, yes, it feels good because it, it, um, it, it is something that, because you do, I mean, you know, so you forget yourself when you're there in the emergency department and, you, you find out who's needing what, and you just keep on going and keep on trucking and, you know, and, and things like that. Um, but it's good so, to know that your peers are watching and it's good that ENA is, is watching to, to recognize <laughs> the ones that are really, you know, taking things to a higher level. I, that, that's what I've heard over the last few years. And, you know, it sounds like you feel that same way. <laughs> So um, one of the other things I, I just to ask you about, you know, Barbara, is that when um, when it comes down to uh, any awards or recognition, and you know, especially going into conference and the Hall of Honor and, and being able to see all of that, um, what, what does a moment like that mean to you, having been a part of the Hall of Honor in the past, and certainly you know, be a part of things this year coming up at Emergency Nursing 2022? It, it, it probably means a lot right now, but to actually go to conference, uh, what, what is that going to how is that going to affect you to be around your peers and see all that? Um, I guess it's like a wow moment. <laughs> <laughs> it just, you know, um, it, it, it's humbling because that you've been circled out. Um, oh, gosh. <laughs> um, just, it's humbling, right? It's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it is. And, and people are watching you. You're in a leadership role and and that's that's so important. You just you just you just have to know that that's part of it. Well, Barbara Baldwin, appreciate you being a part of the ENA podcast, and certainly congratulations again on being uh, recognized as the 2022 Judith C. Kelleher Award recipient. Thank you. So. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, the, this is the kickoff to what we we call you know ENA award season. So across the ENA website, um, you know, and on ENA social media and the podcast over the next few weeks, um, we'll be rolling out uh, more interviews and more information on the various award winners. You know, from the uh, State Council Achievement Awards, we'll have the uh, ENA Foundation Awards, of course, the Lantern Awards uh, announcement coming up uh, in a few weeks. And That's then uh, awesome. the, uh, the the Gen Awards. I, I mean, when you think when you see all that stuff, Barbara, it's got to kind of flurry. It's like, wow, there's a lot of great stuff going on across this organization. There, it, well, emergency nursing is diverse. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. 
So um, for everybody listening, be sure to keep an eye out on ENA social media and ENA's website as we release more and more information about this year's award recipients and honorees, including uh, the 2022 class of the, uh, the fellows for the uh, Academy of Emergency Nursing. So there's a lot of great stuff coming down the pipeline here in a short amount of time. So we thank Barbara for being a part of the episode today. And we look forward to everyone joining us again on the next episode of the ENA podcast.